the only thing worse than a root canal is looking for a job on the internet. Hello, everybody. This is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. I am here to put the human back in human resources. Let me be your competitive advantage on the job market. It is dog eat dog out there. Our research companies, new industries, I'll dig around, I'll figure out who some of the hiring leaders are, and I'll post all this information on our exclusive Facebook networking group. You'll also hear amazing interviews from professionals that I'm interviewing all across the country. Some are inspiring, some are very informative, some duds. I'll leave the duds out. Stay tuned for today's episode. History does repeat itself. Now, it's not going to be exactly the same, but we can definitely learn something from it. Let's look at the California gold rush as an example of what we should be doing today in business. Now, that's back in the 19th century. We're talking about back in roughly 1850 when the gold rush hit California. Everyone went west. A lot of people got rich. A lot of people went bankrupt. But this is the story of the people who were thinking unconventionally. Everyone was rushing to either buy land or buy a right to get out, mine, and you know find their fortune. However, there's a story that we need to look at. It is by Levi Strauss. When the gold rush hit, he headed to San Francisco and he started a wholesale dry goods business in 1853. 20 years later, Strauss partnered with one of his uh, customers from Reno, uh, a tailor named Jacob Davis. And they they started designing heavy cotton work pants, hammered with those little rivets in the pockets to make them more durable. And the company, Levi Strauss and Company, couldn't sell enough of their, what they called the the waist-high overalls to the miners, to the lumberjacks, the farmers. Well, the rest is history. So we have to be thinking, what are the support businesses that are going to be the the underpinnings of today's new economy and our our new supply chain that is really unfolding right in front of our eyes. And one of the areas that I want us to look at is fast food. There are just some staggering facts for fast food. And I I did some research over the weekend. And I'm just going to give you a couple that really stood out to me. Now, this is What I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of list off, not in in any particular order, but maybe the top 15 or 20 biggest um, fast food places, but also where they're headquartered. So you may, I'm here in Atlanta. There are a lot in Atlanta, but they're scattered all over the place. So wherever you live, I want you to pay attention to this because wherever there's a headquarters, you're going to have all these other businesses that are going to be tying into that, but also in the other regions where those businesses are big. Okay. So I'm going to give you the name of the company and then where they're headquartered. And then we're going to talk about some of the supporting businesses that absolutely have to to be present for these companies to be successful. Subway, Connecticut, McDonald's, Chicago, Starbucks, Seattle, KFC, 
dual headquarters in Kentucky, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and Dallas. Now, they're part of Yum! Brands. I'll get to them in a minute. Burger King, they're out of Miami. They're part of Restaurant Brands International. Pizza Hut, that's in Plano, Texas. That's also owned by Yum! Domino's is in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Taco Bell is Irvine, California. That's also Yum! Brands. Yum! is a obviously a enormous company. We're going to have to look at them. Chick-fil-A, they're here in Atlanta. They're actually just south of Atlanta. Um, now, the actual headquarters for Yum! is in Louisville, Kentucky as well. Now, here's... I'm, we'll call, I, okay, I'm going to mention Chipotle, but I'm, I'll come back to them. So Chipotle, they're um, North Point, North Port Beach, California. Um, Moe's, I don't know how broadly Moe's is, but that's part of Focus Brands, and they're based here in Atlanta. Then you've got Blooming Brands, Tampa, Florida. They've also got those brands under Blooming, which is Outback, Caraba, which is Italian bonefish, which is seafood. That's a really good one. I've got one close to where I live. Duncan Brands, that's up in Massachusetts. Darden Restaurants, that's out of Orlando. They've got Longhorn, Olive Garden, and Bahama Breeze. And then this global franchise group, they do Great American Cookies. They've got some other smaller ones, but I guess they're kind of known for the cookies, which I think are horribly overpriced. But uh, Inspire Brands, they're here in Atlanta. They've got Arby's, Buffalo Wild Wings, Jimmy John's, Sonic. You know, it's like a million bucks to open up one of those Sonic franchises. Panda Restaurant Group, obviously Panda Express, and they're based out of Rosemead, California. Now, guys, if you like the content of this podcast, do me a favor. Go to iTunes or Spotify. That's really where I publish it most. Um, subscribe and head over to the private Facebook group, Career Daily, and join that. And I'll link my articles there so you can get all the details. Now, let me go back to Chipotle. Chipotle, think about this. They literally just sell basically burritos, right? I mean, they've got the burrito bowl. They've got the... Um, quesadillas, but for the most part, people are buying burritos. They are $586 billion in revenue every year. Half the look at 586 billion in revenue. That, that is just staggering. They, um, their stock, they're publicly traded. Their stock is trading at $1,200. I mean, I am just blown away. I'm an investor, and I still can't figure that that stock out. So big money in fast food. Okay, so let's look at the different – well, let's look at the overall supply chain, the, the ecosystem, right? So you've got to have proteins, beef, chicken, pork, seafood. Then let's look at drinks. Obviously, there's Coca-Cola. They're, they are, they're also here in Atlanta. But uh, let's get into potatoes. And I've, I've had someone on the show who um, is part of a huge potato company. You can go back and find that episode with Isidro Alba. Um, but that's just one company, and they do potatoes. Then you've got uh, paper products, lids, straws. Don't forget all the condiments. There's probably a few other things I'm forgetting. Um, then there's the uniforms. So what, I, what I'm really encouraging people to do, the people who are looking, who maybe are out of work or you're in an industry that you just don't feel like is 
going to be there for you long term. Fast food or the food industry is not going anywhere. Now, yes, there's some that are doing better than others. For example, food that is sold into grocery stores is doing very well, but food and companies that are basically just selling into restaurants, particularly if you're up in the Northeast, you're getting hammered because of all the lockdowns and the limitations of going to restaurants. You know, they're not doing well, but here in the South, they're locked, there's not as many in lockdowns, so they're doing better. But so food that goes into grocery stores doing very, very well. And then all the fast food restaurants are doing great. Now, I did just read a report, however, that the fast food industry is losing money, losing money. They're growing, but they're losing potential revenue because their drive through lines are so long. But you know what's going to happen. They're going to innovate. They're going to find a new way. I know the Chick-fil-A up near me, they've already gone from one to two lines. And that's eventually we're going to see a completely redesigned, revamped restaurant. I mean, it's think of a bank, you know, and you can be served from all those different areas. Why not just set up the, you're not going to shoot the food through the tubes. That would, <laughs> that would be for a messy shake, but they're going to have a new design, I believe. And it's going to be able to serve more people, you know, a faster throughput. So mark my words, someone's going to design it. It'll happen. It may not happen in 2021 or it might, we'll have to wait and see. So what this episode is, I, I want you guys to start thinking, not just, hey, I want to be a gold miner. I want you to think, hey, gold miners need shovels. They need pickaxes. They need wood to build their, um, you know, sifting. And then, of course, we learn the overall story with Levi Strauss. So we we have new industries that are growing and doing very well right now. And we have to think, what are the supporting industries? And right now, everyone is wearing face masks, but there may be another business that's hiding in plain sight. I know for a lot of the young people um, that are wearing the face mask, they're getting acne and pimples and all kinds of rashes on their face because they're just living in these masks. So there's going to be another business. There's going to be something that comes up as a result of, of what we're seeing. So Let's start this conversation over on Facebook. What are the other big industries that have all the supporting companies around it? I'll give you another great example, cars. Um, in an, an enormous industry, uh, you could argue that the Industrial Revolution in America was founded based on the car. Everyone wanted a car. They wanted to explore. And from that, you had plastics, carpet, rubber, uh, you name it, steel, all these industries formed to put that final product together. So that's where we're going. That's what we need to be thinking about. I'm going to create another episode. We're going to go into a little more detail on some of these uh, secondary markets, and we'll get to that next week. Again, thanks for tuning in to Career Daily. We'll talk to you soon. Don't forget Head over to LinkedIn and follow me and then go to Facebook and join the exclusive Career Daily Facebook group. That's where I'll have links to the show notes and all the people and companies that we've discussed today.